A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow wherever you are. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Yo, people, what is good? How are you doing? You know, I'm feeling, I'm feeling cute. I don't have my hair did, as you can see. I'm feeling all kinds of fresh and clean. You know, it's pancake day today. One of my favorite days to flip. I've been flipping several times a year anyways, because, you know, that's how I get down, girl. Every day is pancake day in this here household. (laughs) Ah, Welcome back. To uh, Get The Belt podcast, I am your host, Miles Hart, and this podcast is known as Home of Melanin Magnificence and Kingdom of Belts. But why? Why? Why is it the Home of Melanin Magnificence? Because every week, I, tr- I find someone from the black community, dark skin, light skin, beige, fluorescent beige, any kind of shade uh, within this beautiful black uh, community that we have here, and um, promote them. Give them their flowers, just just like the ones that I received earlier this week because <laughs> Valentine's Day was cute and that. But anyway, let me not, let's not get into that. Let's not get into that. But yeah, I make it, um, I made it a part of this show to highlight black uh, achievers, people from the black community doing bits because there's just not enough platforms out there that showcase it. The, yeah, we get the celebrities, we see the, the people that are already making it or the people that have already made it get their flowers, but it'd be, it'd be your friends. It'd be, you know, people that don't have millions of followers and all of them things there. So like one thing I tried to do on this show, one of the heartbeats of this show is to showcase and be a platform for people of color doing bits out there. And why is it the kingdom of belts? Bitch, well, if you ain't listened to last, week's episodes if you ain't up to date girl then you don't know because this this is called the kingdom of belts because anyone can get it there's a this is a kingdom full of belts full of belts where i can just pull a anyone can get it babes anybody can get it but only for trying it like the two people last week only for trying it and it's not everyday deep deep stories and racism and you know homophobia and murders sometimes it's just simple belts like bitch you know you standing on the left on the london underground when you're meant to be standing on the right sometimes those people need to get the belt you know it's very simple so anyway welcome uh welcome back if you're uh, a listener to this podcast and welcome 
for the first time, if this is your first time listening, um, like I said, my name is Mars Hart. I'm just out here talking, talking shit, but also saying some necessarily things, having a bit of a laugh and just, you know, creating a space where we can just have fun, learn a few things and just take a break from this, this cost of living, this shitty, shitty England sometimes that can just, you know, just bring us down. And not even just England, I've got listeners all over the world, but you know, this, this world could be tough. This world could be tough. And hopefully this is a podcast where once a week you can just, you know, let it go, let it go. Like your name's Elsa from Frozen. Right. Let's jump straight into this week's episode with word of the week. Now, this week's word of the week is you cannot heal what you, yes, you, what you have not sat with. Okay. Now, we're always talking about, you know, I want to grow. I want to learn. I want to do better. I want to excel in life. I want to be successful. I want to fall in love. I want to do this. I want to do that. We can't do those things. To the best of our potential, if you aren't challenging and working through the shit that you've been through in your past or the issues that you've got. Yeah. And I feel like more time, a lot of us are actually aware of the um, traumas or issues that we have that are preventing us from doing certain things. But we're all too familiar in cutting them out and ignoring it. I'm definitely, I, I can do that sometimes. I'm really trying my hardest to be aware of it and be conscious and, you know, work through things. Therapy has helped me with that. Being honest and vulnerable and open with like my close friends and family members, with people that I really trust, that has really helped me do it. But also one of the biggest things is being able to sit with yourself and acknowledge it. Okay. You, if you can't name it, you can't claim it. Yeah. And if you can't claim it, then you can't do shit with it because you got because you haven't got shit in your hands. You gotta claim that shit. Ooh. Ooh. You gotta claim that shit to be able to really do the things. So yeah, this week's word of the week. Try it at some point this week, whether it's during the week, after you've had your pancakes, after you've, you know, done what you need to do, maybe it's on the weekend, maybe it's while you're listening to it. You sit with the shit that you don't like about yourself and really think about it really really take accountability for it by yourself first and then if you want to go and chat to someone your therapist your friend your boyfriend your girlfriend your they friend or what whatever the fuck but the first step this week is sitting with sitting by yourself and having a real look at yourself and the things that are holding you back and the things that you don't like about yourself and sitting with that for a minute, really letting that shit marinate like curry goat, yeah. So yeah, that is this week's word of the week. You cannot heal what you what you haven't sat with. So sit with it, and let's start healing, baby. Let's start healing. Let's start growing. You know, it's what end of Feb. We're about to go into March. We're already three months into this year. It feels like yesterday I was just saying happy new year, ho. Period. So yeah, let's let's start healing and 
let's really sit with ourselves and the shit that we don't like about ourselves first because we quick to, to we quick to be like oh I don't like that about you I can't don't like that about you and but when it comes down to when it comes to us is a lot is a lot harder so yeah that is this week's word of the week Oh, how has you guys' week been? I hope you guys have been liking these these visuals that I've been putting out. It's time-consuming shit. It's time-consuming. Because you know me, I don't have a team like that. I don't have a team, but I, I want a team. So if you want a job, holler me. But um, nah, I'm hoping you guys are liking these these little reels and TikToks and that. If you're not following us on TikTok or Twitter, please do. Uh, the socials are all the same. It's Get The Belt Pod. Um... Yeah, and when you see these videos, please engage with them or me. I'm not making them for fun. Well, I'm making them for fun, but I'm, but also not like engage with them, like them, share them, comment all of the things. I really appreciate all the people that be doing that already. I really want to actually take this moment to say thank you, like thank you uh, to those people from way back when and uh, i've seen a lot of new people that have like started to follow the podcast um on socials our instagram just made it to a thousand we're now just over so that is a big achievement for me i'm saying thank you to you guys but um yeah like i want to say thank you because you know as much as i'm putting all of this stuff out there and i record and we post and all of the things you know, without you guys liking, sharing it to your socials, word of mouth, engaging with it, commenting, without any of that, this it doesn't really go anywhere. Nothing happens. So I want to thank all of the Get The Belt listeners and the friends of the show that continuously support it. Uh, the people that know me, um, hell, that might not even listen to the show because they hear me talking all the fucking time, but they'll still engage with the shit because they know it, it really does help. So... Thank you so much for the love and the support. And I'm going to continue to be on this here mic week after week. Just just doing nice things. Because, you know, I like to do nice things with this mic here. And the BBS shadow. God, is good. But, yeah, thank you so much. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, this week, yeah, it's been a good week. Um, I've got some meetings. I've actually got a meeting today. So I'm really trying to wrap this up as soon as possible but yeah i've got a meeting today uh with an agent which i'm excited about i'm about to walk into this bitch like listen i'm walking into this bitch knowing my worth all of the word of the weeks that i've had on this i'm channeling into this meeting like me 10 years ago i would have gone in and just been like yeah just maybe sign me please like no bitch i know my worth i know i'm good at this 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 and this um i want to do this this and this I've already got a really good agent, so bitch, if you can't if you can't level up or level above, there's no point in this here relationship um, happening. Also, I'm not just doing this and this. I very much am also that and that as well. And if you can't help me with that, that's cool. But best believe another agent will help me with that. And if you don't like that, cool. That's how I'm running things now. That's how things will be run in the future. If you can't get on board, get in the waterhole. And be prepared to get wet. But if you want to be dry and sip champagne and be on this boat with me, let's get it. Let's get it cracking like a bad pack. And the sirens keep sirening. But um, yes, I've got that meeting which I'm excited about. 
Um, and this is how I know everything that is meant to happen for you will always happen because I actually scheduled this meeting for the other day and I was literally here recording, looking into this camera, talking to things and my phone was going, drr, drr. I thought, what the fuck? Like I'm, I'm recording what's going on. Two twos, I pick it up. Hello. Hello, Miles. We were expecting you five minutes ago. I said, ah, Jesus. Ah. Oh, my Um, I thought it was tomorrow. Oh, shit. Luckily, they was like, you know, we have had back-to-back meetings all day. So let's do next week. So that will work for us. And today is, is that next week and I'm ready for it. Um, So, yeah, like that's how I know that if things are meant for you, they're meant for you. Like even if I don't decide to go with these people, the fact that I was, I'm going today and it got rearranged so easily. I didn't even have to ask. Like it just goes to show that when things are for you, they're for you. So period um what else what else what else also like i really want to quickly shout out to tag warner like he is the ceo of the gay times i met him like last year or the year before i can't remember and you know not only did he get me on their list for the for the gay times awards uh last year um and not only is is, is he a vibe and like he's cute or whatever like but every single time i reach out to that man just to check in always responds and if i ever need anything like oh do you know someone here or someone there my guy is like so ready to help and i love that about you know people let me just wait for that motherfucker to yeah so i love that about people that are in like good places and in 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 fortunate places and positions where they can help others because so often uh, have I met people or spoken to people who have told me about their experiences like trying to reach out to certain people and it's either giving Casper the ghost even though they know each other or they just come with wahala stories about oh I don't know about da, da, da. but it is so refreshing to see someone whose ass isn't you know infected with 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 hate and smelly substances so much so that they end up just being closed off to helping and being nice and being kind to people around them because their ass is just so on fire full of just demons and nasty things um so when i come into you know a place where i'm now speaking with or engaging with someone whose ass smells wonderful because you know if you're gorgeous on the inside it's very much on the outside too i really enjoy that and tag is really one of those people whose ass smells wonderful and he's just such a lovely guy i never smell his ass i want to make that clear but i'm just saying uh he's just so wonderful and so eager to help so many different people around him especially in the queer community and underrepresented and underrepresented 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 can i talk why do I have a podcast? Um, yeah, he's just here to really help the underrepresented people in the LGBTQ plus community. So I just want to say a big thank you to him because he helped me again this week with um, just a little something that I, that I needed help with. Um, and then this week, oh, I've got tonight, I'm going to my best friend, James, is he's back in the West End, as you might have seen on my socials. Um, in Bat Out of Hell as a supporting leading man. Come on. Last time I was in the West End, he was doing up ensemble and now supporting lead. That's my friend. So, yeah, it's his uh, press night, media night today at the Peacock Theatre. And then we're going out, out. But I'm going to be good because I've got a show tomorrow. And then I've got 
other things to do. But yeah, we outside tonight. We getting fucked up tonight. <clears throat> nah, it's early. Um, but yes. Otherwise, yeah, my week was good. I felt rested. For once this week, I actually felt like I had energy. Like all last week, I know I, I, I just felt tired. And then by the end of the week, I started to have that energy. And you, um, on Saturday, I was like, you know what? I'm not actually going to go out. And Sunday, I'm just going to rest. I had to do, what did I have to do on the Sunday again? Oh, went to watch uh, a show, um, Newsies, the Disney show. Um, that was really good. Mm-hmm. My friends did an amazing job. My friend, shout out to Ryan, uh, Ryan Capel. He also um, used to be ensemble and now is very much giving leading man in this show. Oh, you see, just it's all happening and I love it. But he was amazing in it. Um, but yeah, I can't even lie. The show was great. However, the vo- the vocals just weren't vocaling. They just weren't. I was laughing when I really shouldn't have been because it definitely wasn't a comedy moment. But the vocals were very much giving stand-up comedy. And that's no shade. But um, there definitely is something to be said about that. And I was going to... Hmm. Yeah. Apparently, after con- talking and finding out things, people were sick. But in my... If, me... If you sick in any kind of job, in any kind of be it, you work in Tesco's, River Island, a bank, a fucking, especially in the entertainment industry. If you are sick, I don't care what pressures get put on you because it's generally toxic pressures that that are installed in us in like drama school, whatever, where they teach you, you know, the show must go on. The show must go on for, for what reason, bitch? The show must go on for why? For why? So I can go, so I now have to go into work sick, make everyone else sick, fuck up my throat, fuck up my voice, fuck up my legs or whatever the fuck is wrong with me, even more so. But most importantly, embarrass myself. You are not one show. Not one employer is ever going to have me on stage sounding like the Cookie Monster. And that's all I got to say on that. Hmm. Anyway, let's get into the next segment of the show. Um, That is Melanin Magnificence. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. 
PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ooh. So this week's Melanin Magnificence goes out to a man by the name of Anderson Comas. Now, um, he is American. Um, he is in the sports industry and came out recently as gay. Um, I'm not only giving it to him because of the coming out, but mainly the bravery that I think is there. You know, as a black, and he's American, by the way, as a black American man in sports to put yourself out there and be honest about, you know, who you are and who you love when it is the polar opposite of generally what is expected in this in the sports world. And I know what we, I know that somebody's going to be sucking dicks in the sports world, but like, it's not, it's not, it's not a norm as like it is in the music industry. And even then, like even in the music industry, you know, when Lil Nas X came out as gay and then non-binary, like we still get, there's still that shock factor there, despite it being, you know, a creative industry, but in sports, Okay, so I'm going to read what he wrote on his Instagram in his coming out thing. Disclaimer, if you're homophobic, this post is may not for you. Let me not do that. Is may not, it may not be for you or maybe yes. So you can see all. So you can see we all matter and we are all the same. Um, this may be my most personal thing I've ever ever shared and it's that i'm proudly and happily a part of the lgbtq plus community i'm also a human with a great soul i'm respectful i'm a lover i love my family and my friends and that's what really matters i enjoy my work a lot being a professional baseball player is the best thing that happened to me so i just want to say something to those people that say that gay people cannot be something in this life well, look at me. I'm gay and I'm prof and I'm a professional athlete. So that didn't stop me to make my dreams come true. I'm doing this because I want to be an inspiration for those like me out there fighting for their dreams. Please don't listen to those stupid things that people say about us. Fight for your dreams. Believe in yourself and go for it. Hashtag gay and proud. Hashtag baseball. Hashtag LGBTQ. Hashtag pro athlete. I know that's right. Hashtag BU. Cute. I am giving him, like I said before, Melanin Magnificence this week because we do not have enough representation of open, proud, soul-healthy black men in professional fields that are open about their sexuality, especially if, if, if it's on the spectrum, especially if that out here, you know, getting bent or doing the bending or better yet doing both Ashata. and in him doing this it adds to the to the to the small roster of men that we have out there like can you name a black openly gay man that's in sport or in a field that's not you know entertainment 
I'm even trying to think now, hell. I'm trying to think. So, for your bravery, for your courage, for your openness and your vulnerability, because I know he would have received a lot of hate for this. That goes without saying. My Melanin Magnificence goes to you, young man, for, for being another person, another man, that will hopefully be in the eyes of a young black boy, a young black girl, young black non-binary, but especially young black boys. And they can look up to you and go, you know, that's me. I feel like that. And it's okay. And I can be successful and I can be in sport. I can be a lawyer. I can be all of these other things and be back black and gay. I don't have to be a DL man. I don't have to push it to the side. I can be me and it not define me. That part. It's brave, it's courageous, it's inspiring, and it's needed. So yeah, My Melanin Magnificence goes to you this week. Right, let's get into the mess. It's time for Miles Measures. This week, um, Jojo. I know this girl's name was Joanna. Um... Jo- Jojo from back in the day with you ain't got to buy nothing. It's not what I want, baby. It's you. Now she, we know her as a singer, but she is making her Broadway debut in a musical um, later this year in Moulin Rouge. Um, she'll be playing Satine. Now, despite me being, you know. Despite me twirling in the West End, you know, I'm actually not that savvy when it comes to musicals. I'm not going to lie. So I don't know who that hoe is. But interesting. Um, And I say interesting because I, and this is no shade, this is no shade to nobody. But I have always considered theatre, musical theatre, to be you know, a glamorous graveyard for failed artists. No, don't. Because I love me Jojo. I love me Jojo. And, you know, I I work in the musical theatre industries, but I'm I'm not a failed artist. I've never tried to, to put music out there and then been like, oh, that's not going so well. Let me go and work here instead. That's just my opinion. So that's why I think it's interesting because I think she's sickening. We all know she's got banging vocals, but you know, that's just the way it is. But I am excited for this. Like I said, I can't remember who that is. I think I've seen Moulin Rouge once, the film. I ain't never seen it on the stage. But regardless, that's a reason why I would go to the theatre to go and just see her do this. Um, I'm sure she's going to slay. I'm not familiar with the music in the show, but I'm sure she'll be giving us some cute, cute runs and some cute trills and just giving vocals, just a, just a medley of vocals up in that bitch. So congrats, congrats to Jojo, um, on, you know, on that next chapter in her life. And I'd love to see how she commands the stage. Um, what else has happened? Trigger warning. Um, I'm going to use the R word. Uh, so, Earlier this week, um, Paris Hilton revealed that she was raped at 15 
by an older man who had allegedly spiked her drink. Um, she said that I have visions of him on top of me covering my mouth. Now, I think she said this in her book, in her upcoming book uh, called Paris, the Memoir. Um, you know, she gets candid about the the not the altercation, but she gets candid about the situation that that had happened to her. Um, and you know, I think you got some people out here saying, "Well, why is it taking so long to say?" Da, 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 da. I really don't think that that's anyone's business when it comes. Oh, these sirens grow. I really don't think that that is anyone's business, and I definitely don't think that that is ever that should ever be the question that one asks when someone tells you about something terrible happening to them so long ago. Like, if that's the first question that you ask, why now? I feel like you've missed the point and uh, I feel like that's a question you should ask yourself. Uh, I'm in support of this. Obviously, I'm presuming that since then, you know, with the money that she's got and the access, I'm sure I would like to hope that she's worked through this, processed this and is sharing now for reasons like um, awareness, uh, relatability. You know, and I say that because some people might think, oh, this has happened to me and my life's over. Da, 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 da. But Paris Hilton, 42, survived it, done well for herself. Of course, she come, came from a fucking millionaire family or whatnot. But yeah, um, I thought that was worth sharing with you guys. Um, I'm not really a big Paris Hilton like fan, like. I don't really know what she'd be doing, but that came up on my timeline. I thought, mm, interesting. Right, so our girl, um, let's let's speak about Chloe first. So Chloe, Chloe Bailey is releasing a new album before Normani. Now, what is that about? I don't know what kind of devilish contracts Normani has signed, Gora, or what, what what's really going on with you. But where the music hit, like it ain't there. It's like, you want to be doing all of this, but then when we show up, you don't want to post up. Now, I don't know if it's you or the label. I don't know. Anyway, Chloe has said that her album will be released on the... Um, when is it? When is it? When is it? At some point this month, I think it's in the next couple of in, in the next couple of days. Actually, uh, it's called In Pieces. Um, very excited to see that. You know, she put a little trailer, as you can see here. She's really giving us drama and tears and extraness. The extraness we live for. The lip was trembling, girl. The lip was doing up. The lip was doing up. Angela Bassett did the thing, honey. <laughs> We're going to get onto that um, But yeah, I'm here for Kobe's extraness I'm here for the new music And I'm loving this Like she's, our girl is really striking While the iron is hot, yeah Is giving next, 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 next She's been putting out the singles I've been loving the singles I've been, that, that Fur nigga, fur nigga, fur nigga I'm really need a fur nigga I don't know the words yet But I love the vibe Surprise Ooh, surprise. If you be good to me, I'ma be great to you. If you stay down for me, then I'll stay awake for you. Surprise. <laughs> 
That song is sexy, girl. And then booty so big, Lord. Like she's put out the the songs, and I don't know if any of them went to number one or not. I ain't been checking like that. But regardless, they've been on my rotation, and when they've come on at the club, the girls have gone up. The girls have gone up, and many a times gone down. Okay, so I'm excited to hit this album. Another thing about this album that I find really interesting, I think there's a song on it featuring Chris Brown. Now, Chris Brown has been in the news a lot, not just because he was in the tour, on tour and, you know, had his first tour again here in the UK since he, you know, did a cat to our girl Riri. Um, you know, there's been a lot of drama around him because, you know, questions from the past have cropped back up. I even spoke about it on, on the podcast because, you know, he was doing up grabbing girls by the neck, honey. And I just thought, Ooh, I feel like this was a little bit too much, too quick, too soon. Um, and, you know, I, I, the heat started to get turned up again around, you know, his past. Um, and then we had the girls, the black girls that were alleging that he wasn't letting them into his club after he personally invited um, them back to this after party situation. They were claiming racism and they were claiming, you know, Chris Brown lied and he was getting he, he was getting the heat. And then he took to his Instagram and said he got time today and was talking about, you know, why can't we just let me move on from my past? I've did my time. I did the service. I've done the apologies, you know, and then he moved on to oh, you guys don't have the same energy for the other people. And he proceeded to post. And, you know, tag other people in his Instagram stories, the majority of them being white uh, men and women um, that uh, have all been either uh, convicted or accused of domestic violence. And he was like, why haven't you got any of this energy for those kind of people? You know what? Messy, but facts. And I am here for for truth telling, even if it means you gotta throw a couple hoes under a bus. Cause as long as you ain't doing as long as it's not from, you know, malicious from a malicious place, then t talk the things. If X, Y, and Z happened and you have been treated severely unfairly in comparison to these other people, say it. Call it into question. And say, why is that? I feel like that's cool. It's not like he just randomly was like, by the way, everyone go and bad up these people because they've been accused in the past. It was a real, like, you know, I've been, and I feel like to a certain extent, I don't really watch Chris like that too much, but I feel like he's kept himself to himself um, and not really spoken about it too much. But, you know, it's been over 10 years. I think someone said it was 15 or 12. I can't remember. Not me yawning on camera, girl. But yeah, it's been it's been it's been a minute, and he felt the heat again. I feel like people always are going to talk about this, but I think he was well within his right to like call into question other people that have done the same thing, and they're not getting the same backlash. Uh, however, when you do do something, you know, so severely wrong, and you've got such a public platform and you're so famous it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna like it's gonna stick unfortunately and that's a hard lesson that you that he that he chris brown had to learn and hopefully he's a living example uh to help teach other people like you don't want to be doing this because not only is it wrong 
this kind of shit, especially in the day and age we live in now with Instagram and social media, this is going to stay with you and continue to be relevant. Because all you've got to do to bring up the past is do a little click, 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 and boom, there it is. So it's sticky. But anyway, I'm saying all of this to say uh, he has come under some heat alongside the black women that have been releasing music with him. Chloe Bailey being one of them. I can't remember who the other girls were, but he has uh, put out a couple of songs where he's featured with black women. And it was one of the girls from 3LW, the girl that sang Prometheus, Prometheus. I can't remember her name, but light skin one. She was like, I think this is a bit sus and I'm not really liking the way that we're just allowing Chris to, you know, come back onto the scene and she felt like he was doing it by getting these nods from black women by having him, you know, feature on their music. Now, I've not heard any of the songs as of yet. I think it's smart. And ultimately, I think if he has learned and is sorry and the people that he really inflicted pain on, because it wasn't just Rihanna. Rihanna was the biggest one. But let's not forget, Karuchi had her things to say. And I think there's been a couple other women out there as well that have been like, no, you you really, like, this man tried me. Um, if all of these people have forgiven him, and, you know, there are black women out there that are, like, happy to support him. Oh. No. If there are other black women that are out there ready to support him and endorse him, why not? If he truly has learned, like I said, I don't really follow him like that, but I don't remember the last time he was in the news for boxing someone up. And so I'd like to give people the, you know, the benefit of the doubt and see the best in people and see the growth. What I'm not going to do is negate facts and these facts that you've got a history of abuse, physical abuse, Chris. So... I don't know whether I'm really I'm here nor there. I think that these are all grown women. I can only think of Chloe right now, but she knows what she's doing. She knows what she's doing. She's a grown woman now. So I'm going to listen to the song. I love Chris's music. I think he's great. Do I like him as a person? Don't know him as a person, but the, the vibes are... I don't get great vibes, but love the music. But I'll chat to you about that next week on the episode on the podcast when I hear the songs. Um, what is next? Right, let's get straight into it. And, oh, no, 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 no. Okay, so Chloe's sister, Halle Bailey, uh, recently did um, an interview as she, uh, late last year, or some point last year, filmed the new film, Little Mermaid, where she plays Ariel. And I don't know whether you all saw it. I must have spoken on this podcast. 100% I would have. But, you know, there was a lot of racism being thrown out about her being this mermaid. Um, and the racists were racisming and they didn't like it. Um, but she did. I'm reading this from Hollywood Unlocked. Uh, she did an interview and spoke about, you know, not just the film, but the racism that she's... Uh, had to bear the brunt of and she went to, on to say that as a black person you just expect it and it's not really a shock anymore um people don't understand that when you're black the there's this whole other community so it is important for us to see ourselves 
Um, yeah. The... She said that all, she also went on to say that um, when she saw all of the, the the videos on Instagram of everyone sharing it and, you know, the little black girl's responses to the video um, of seeing, you know, Ariel as a, as a black girl, when she saw these videos, um, she said it left her in, you know, in, in disbelief um, and joy. So, hmm. I think it, this speaks to the state of mind that, you know, black people are in um, for the most part when it comes to navigating in the Western world, no matter how successful you are. And I think that this is really key and really important for everyone, especially people in these industries, especially people at the top making these kind of decisions to be aware of because it's a fact that, you know, when we enter spaces, we're not just entering as with our talent and with who we are. Our blackness is a whole other thing, no matter how light or dark you are. Like Hallie isn't Viola Davis or Lupita Dark. She's light. I think she's about my complexion. I've seen, I've seen the sister and they look about the same hue uh, and I saw Chloe in person and she was like, yeah, she's, she's my colour, maybe even slightly even lighter, you know. She would, I mean, she had no makeup, but she, they, they were light, they were light skinned. And so for even her, after having the success and the backing from Beyonce to still be like, this is the kind of thing that I expect or that you expect as a black person, I think is so loud and sh it's a dangerous thing for us to just be like, oh, to be like, okay, cool, yeah, you expect that. And to really not understand that that is such a shame that in 2023, you've got young, black, successful women saying that this is still a thing that we expect. It's given 2020 was three years ago. And what have we learned? That this is still what we expect. Um, and it's a shame because the movie looks like it's going to be great. And it should be. It should and it is a beautiful thing. I'm not going to allow these dickheads and these racist cunts to like overshadow and steal something that is so beautiful and such an iconic moment in history. And especially in black history in terms of representation and, you know, being seen, like she said. So... I definitely think that's a conversation that need that needs to be that we need to be having as a community um because yeah it's wrong that we still expect these kind of things especially at her level but I'm excited to see the film you can again see the film that all aside I'm I'm gonna see it I want to see what she what what is giving honey I want to see what is giving oh Speaking of films, I've got to be honest with you guys. I've got to be honest with you guys. So I started watching uh, The Woman King. I've got about an hour left of it, I think. And it was... It's amazing. And I'm going to get dragged for this. And I'm going to get dragged for this. But Viola Davis, the acting was incredible. But sis, the, the accent... The accent for me, it just wasn't... It's just not giving. It's just not giving. Like, it'd be slipping and sliding from American regular Viola to this 
generic West African accent. It's just too inconsistent. And I was thinking like, I didn't want to say, I thought, let me leave it like the first 10, 15 minutes. But like, as we got into like 40 minutes of the film, I, I was just like, can't lie, I'm really disappointed with the, with the accent because that show had budget. And there were many other people like, dip, there was a couple, there were a couple other people in and out of the accent. But there were a few of them were either native or, oh, what is her name? The girl that played Miss Honey. The black girl that played Miss Honey. Miss Honey. Uh, and she's British. And one of the things I did say, like her accent was, her accent, amazing. And her acting, like stunning. I do think, however, that there is this um, this shift when when we get American, black American actors to be, you know, well, to really have any kind of accent from one of the black countries, be it one of the countries in Africa or be it one of the countries in the islands, uh, Jamaica, Nigeria, wherever. Whenever the b black American actors have to do that, I don't ever think it really connects. But I think that's a lot to do with, you know, slavery and the disconnect that they have with their roots. Whereas over here in the UK, I feel like British actors and just British black people in general are so much more naturally connected to their their roots and can just you know go from speaking in a British accent to their native tongue or even beyond that and switch it up I just feel like there's more there's more of that over here and yet like the black girl that played well they're all black but like the girl that played um Oh, the one that was Miss Honey and is also in The Woman King. Her accent on point. She's British. Viola's. It was, it was just, like, was there not a dialect coach? Like, because it's not live theatre. Like, you can stop it and go, no, let's do that again. Let's do that again until it sounds right and the take is great and you can go on. But that was, that to me was pretty wild. That to me was pretty wild. And this is what I mean, like, not everything black has to be excellent. Not everything black is, like, amazing, amazing. And I really did want that to be amazing. But the accent, the accent for me, mad let down. But otherwise, costumes, set, acting, all the things, dope. One thing I was discussing um, was that I was a bit... It, I didn't enjoy watching the fighting scenes, and I normally love that. But seeing... I don't know. The, I don't know what it is. I've not really sat with it yet because I literally watched it yesterday. But seeing like black people, like n not a lot of armor on, really realistically fighting each other. I wasn't really here for it. Like, like it was great. Like to acknowledge like the the realism of it and the acting and the stunts and da da da. But it was so real that I was like, this is actually not making me feel cute. This is, I, I'm not enjoying this. Whereas normally in fight scenes, in war scenes, I'm living, I'm gagging. I'm like, yes, yes. And I'm not saying that's because I enjoy white people killing each other. But more time, it's medieval. It's wizards and dragons. So it's, there's that disconnect. Or if it's real, like it's a medieval, they win like armor. So that like you don't really see... This just seemed a bit too, I don't know, you. I don't know what it was, but I was just watching it and as much as I was like, ooh, 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 I was also like, oh my God, my heart, this is, this is, this isn't nice. Maybe it's because ultimately the black people in this film were fighting because white people were coming up and doing up, 
you know, slave trade and turning uh, turning the, the tribes on each other and ultimately they were killing each other because of the white man. Yet to finish the film, very much enjoying the film. But, you know, I had to measure up the things and the accent for me, Miss Viola. It was giving off key. Uh, yeah. Um, what else had happened this week? Oh, more racism here in the UK. So loose women's all black panel faced a racist onslaught. So I'm reading this from the the newspaper, uh, the Voice newspaper. So ITV's Loose Women panel was faced uh, with a barrage of racist comments on social media because they were an all-black panel. The popular daytime uh, show featured host news presenter Charlene White, singer and actress Brenda Edwards, comedian Judy Love and actress Kayle Brian. Now the quartet wore all blue outfits for the special episode dedicated to Brenda's son, Jamal Edwards, who tragically passed away in February last year. Um, however, when the fun-loving panel were hit with racist remarks on the broadcaster's social media pages, it changed the vibe. So, um, am I surprised? No. Again, this kind of goes hand in hand with what, you know, our girl... Hallie was saying, you know, that you, when you enter these spaces, you you expect that. And like these four women went on to go and present. And I'm, I, I doubt very much that their experience was any different. These are older women than Hallie. Um, but I guarantee they would have had that same thought. Okay, like there's four of us black girls not here. We're about to go on TV. So it doesn't really happen. You ready, sis? You ready? Yeah, you ready? Yeah, like... And it's just a, it's just an echo of that, and it just speaks to how much more we have to do, and how much more change needs to be done to, you know, have this this racism stop. How can we do it? Talking about it when you hear it, when you see it happening around you online, call it out, even if it means a little bit of mess call it out because i'm sorry but to not to, to not say any i'm i'm such a big like to be silent is to be complicit kind of person i'm very big on that um so like if you are seeing these things and you're not sh calling out you are very much a part of the problem no i'm saying you've got to put on your anti-racism cape every day and scroll through and find things and be out here fighting the fight like no but like if you see things and you're scrolling you do see a comment you don't even have to respond block not block that person but report that person you know like we need to all come together to help these to help eradicate these kind of things because like i said if not you're just complicit and you're part of the problem um i didn't actually watch the episode but um you know i don't really watch a lot of daytime tv but I'm sorry that these women had to go through that, but they all look lovely in their blue. Yes, God. I know that's right. Um, so. Actress, singer, actress, uh, Ariana DeBose, um, who is known for appearing as Anita in the 
new film version of the of a West Side Story. She was, I think, original cast Hamilton. Um, she was in Pippin, Bring It On the Musical. She did Motown. Um, she was also on the TV show So You Think You Can Dance back in 2009. You know, she has hosted the 75th Tony Awards. I think she has won... Um, let me see what she's won. She's won an Academy Award, a British Academy Film Award, a Golden Globe, and she's got a, a, a Tony nominee. Um, she's got a Tony nomination, sorry. Um, and she was also named one of Time Magazine's 100 Most Influential People in the World. And she was also the very first black, queer, openly queer woman to win I think it was a a Golden Globe um, for Best Actress. So my girl's out here doing bits. She's out here doing, you know, the thing, allegedly. Uh, so at an awards ceremony recently, I think it was the Beth. Let me find out which one it was. I think it was, I think it was the BAFTAs. Let me quickly just double check this with our good, good friend Google. Um, at the um, NAACP Image Awards. Um, no, that's a lie. It was the Baf the BAFTAs. I was right, you see. I was right. So, and, um, not Angela Bassett. Oh, my God. Uh, this coffee needs to hit in. Um, so, <laughs> Ariana DeBose. At the BAFTAs did a performance where she rapped Hamilton style um this tribute performance rap moment where she decorated or spoke or about all of the female actresses that have either been nominated or been you know been working and that were in the room and just to pay like to give them all their nods and to you know yes queen slay and saying all the names and that was the vibe and she had two dancers doing up a, a couple of um counts of eight it was a real it get okay it gave musical theater it's if I'm being honest, it was so it was done from such a good place, such a kind place, such a, you know, girl power. I see you all. I respect you all. I love you all. Yes, girl power. Power to us. However, it just ain't land. It just ain't land. It was everything that I hate about the musical theatre performance style the musical theater it's everything i hate about musical theater in one performance it was off beat it was not cool it was not current it wasn't it was hella cheesy it felt unnatural it just was everything but a sleigh and I know our girl, Ariana, was, I, she thought she was killing that shit. I told her to go harder. 
It was very that. And, you know, I hate to, like, slam. Like, and I'm not slamming, but I'm just being honest. Like, I hate. I hate that it was a queer woman of colour that just came up and did the most icky, yuckiest, awkwardest thing ever at that um, ceremony. Um, wasn't here for it, didn't like it. Uh, and she ended up going viral when she said, Angela Bassett did the thing. Viola Davis, my woman king. She's gone viral. So, you know, what they say... B bad press is good press you know they ain't no thing as bad press and ultimately she didn't do anything wrong it she just didn't do anything good either like i don't know who wrote that i don't know who saw the dress run and thought this is bafta ready this we're gonna kill it um Everyone's talking about Ariana. So I think she won. I think she won. Viola Davis laughed. A lot of the girls were laughing. That were in camera shot. Uh, Angela Bassett DM'd her later that night just to make sure she was okay. <laughs> ah, due to the amount of quote-unquote attention she had received. Um, apparently she's fine. One of my friends actually saw her out the other day in a bar called Freedom in Soho. Said she was living her best life. I just saw the bravery. The bravery, because freedom is full of extra people, people in the industry. The bravery, because I know if someone had just the right amount of tequila, someone's going up to her to be like, girl, do it. Do the thing. <laughs> do the thing. And yeah, the bravery for me. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was icky. It was icky thing. But at the end of the day, like, all press is good press. So I know that she's been talked about, talked about. So she's a hot, hot, hot uh, she's a hot topic. So love that for you. What else has happened uh, this week? Ooh. Honey, Miss Honey. Um, yeah, never me, girl. Never me. So Kelly Rowland performed in Sydney, Australia for their World Pride. She looked insane. She was in this gorgeous tight-fitted bodysuit. Like a it was giving very much mermaid vibes. It was like turquoisey blue with loads and loads of dots, um, like sequiny details on it of like pink and like Stuff like that. It just, she looked gorgeous. The body was right. She, her body has always been right and tight and set good. Like I said, a freezer. Now she looks so good. And the hair was laid. She gave us a long, long, wavy black number. The skin was glowing. Her skin is always doing up ray of sunshine. Um, I think she was miming quite a bit. Whatever. We, we love that. Our girl was thotting out. At one point she had both hands on her ankles, ass out to the to, to the audience and said eat it and the girls did she was giving us you know some of the old oh i love you and i need you then she yeah she gave us a bit of dilemma i heard, i saw that she'd also performed um commander i love that i personally my favorite era wasn't the like no matter how good stole and Dilemma was, like, the R&B vibe. I actually fucked with the, with the club, the 
dance music era of Kelly Rowland that Commander, what was the other one I loved? Um, I know there was another one other than just Commander, but I loved that era for her. Um, she looked gorgeous, makeup was beat, she sounded cute when she was actually singing. She also did some Destiny's Child for once she was in the middle. Uh, she had two drag queens, be uh, Kelly and Beyonce. Um, that was funny. That was cute. Um, and yeah, like I think it's. I think it was great for her to perform at Pride. I, I never understand why the girls like, not so much Kelly, uh, Michelle, but Kelly. Like, why? Like, on her Instagram, which is where I saw that she had headlined and clips from the performance. But it was just like some any wogga wogga clips that anyone from the inst that the crowd had recorded. And it's like never in a million years would you see Beyonce just reposting like audience footage as you know the footage that she's posting to say look at what i did like kelly i'm sure kelly's pocket is long enough to hire a videographer not even a team but to just hire like one bitch with a sony camera Um, that's something that always baffles me. But otherwise, she looked beautiful. Slay. I would love to watch her perform. I'm not gagging for it. Like, I'm gagging to see Beyonce. But she looked she looked amazing. And like I said, I like them songs. It's giving, you know, throwback. It's giving nostalgia. Here for it. And she's repping for the community. The LGBTQDL LMNOP community. Yes, you DL motherfuckers are very much included, girl. First, from when you've swallowed my kids. Willingly. Eagerly, you very much part of the community. Now, this is what I wanted to talk about last week, but I forgot. So, a woman has claimed to be the Madeline McCann, the girl that went missing over 15, 18 years ago. Little white girl abducted, left by her wayward white parents in, 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 in the yard while they went out to eat and. The scandalous, scandalous, scandalous happened. And now one girl on Instagram or TikTok has said, Bitch, I am she. I am she and she is me. Now, this lady um, from Poland and uh, Germany claims that she has no memory of her life before the age of four. However, she uh, recognized a key face in the crime files of Madeleine McCann, as well as sharing that she has also been a victim of abuse. Now, the Instagram page is dedicated that the one that she's created, she created a whole Instagram page, um, is dedicated to posting side by side images of herself and Madeleine McCann um, and Madeleine's parents to showcase why she could be this missing girl. Uh, she's got a lot of traction over 250 hundred thousand um followers in like the last like three days um and we don't like i'm waiting to see what happens next is it far-fetched no is it is it obvious oh yes this is just her no but it's giving 50 50 it could be why not or it could just be another girl wanting attention. But she seemed hella, hella serious. But she could just be... Um, she just could just be uh, doing up seeking attention. But all it takes is one little DNA test. Run the ting. And imagine if that is their daughter. 
Wow, woo. Wow, woo. I don't know. Just do the DNA test and let us know, innit? Let us know. I won't be able to use my Madeline McCann jokes no more. Well, I, I still could. In fact, it'd probably be more taste in taste to say it while she's safe. Um, kind of people get at me for that kind of referencing, but we move. Um, oh, yeah, by the way, random, Keely. Keely Williams, that's the girl from 3LW. Prometheus, Prometheus, that was like, um, you know, uh, uh, Chris Brown been doing <sighs> these things. I'm trying to think if there's anything else I wanted to uh, discuss. And I really don't think that there was. No, we've talked about that. Don't need to say that. Oh, so Spain has become the first European country to offer menstrual leave. Now, I ain't got a pussy. I ain't got a pussy now. I get fucked, but I ain't got a pussy. And I don't menstruate. I'm a man. I'm a man with a penis who identifies as male. And I enjoy that. However, I think this is news because why not? When a woman is bleeding, regardless if this happens once a month until, you know, until when it stops. If a woman is in pain or if any human being is in pain and shedding blood and, you know, you feel it uncomfortable. Whether it's something that has been triggered by natural, this is just what happens once a month. Or you tripping and falling and now in pain and losing blood. It's given, you, you shouldn't be at work. It's given you shouldn't be at work and it's given the fact, it's given, you know, that this world is very much patriarchal. It does favour the man, the straight white man, do 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 And, you know, I'm here for it. I find it funny that when I read this out, I was like, oh, period, because my, my man says period all the time. And now I say it and I'm really trying to not say it as much, but I'd be saying period way more than I used to. <laughs> and I read this story out and I was just like, period. And I was like, no, because period is what this story is whole this story is about. But I'm very much here for it. I think that this is something that should be a global thing. I feel like if a woman is able to go to work and she's not in too much discomfort, get your life, do your job. But it should be something that is just once a month, if that is the case. Work from home, girl. You do you while you are bleeding and the eggs is coming out and all of that. You don't need to come into the office. You don't need to worry about, you know, wearing X, Y, and Z to make us feel comfortable, ultimately making you feel comfortable in the workplace. Like, none of that. No. Go home and do what you need to do. Send on the swing. So a big win for Spain uh, with that uh, being passed. Um... Shout out to my Spanish roots, porque yo soy español también, as well as Nigerian, as well as English, and as well as Indian. I really do think that 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 is it. Yes, it is. So it is now time for get the belt. So my belt this week is short and sweet. It goes to the. Um, a group of people, I just need to get they, they, the name. The Extreme Group National Action. Uh, now, they sent uh, death threats to our good, good girl, Auntie Dr. Shola Moss. Um, 
saying basically that they was going to kill her and her husband. Not even kill. They said they used the words execute. The police have looked into this, um, you know, to, to and they're taking it seriously. As you can see, I'm kind of like gobsmacked. Um, so this is a right wing uh, activist group. Um, who have brought more attention to the police than the neo-Nazi group. And that is very telling. Um, and they have been operating within the UK um, for some years now. And their latest, obviously their latest victim to their fucking ridiculous racist antics and ways is Dr. Shola Moss. They have her address. They mentioned her and her husband by name. They sent this letter Posted it through her door. Um, and I think she said it would, it would have been by hand because there was no stamp or anything like that. And sent out this letter saying, you know, we are going to execute you. Now, for my belt goes out to their motherfuckers that sent that letter. I really want to be like, because 2023 should know better. But you, we, you live in a world, you live in this England here, which kind of like... It panders to that kind of uh, behavior and uh, lots of what happens enables it despite headlines here and there saying we take this seriously, this is bad. The construct and the systemic setup of this country enables that, which is why the letter was able to go through the door, people to print it off and be like, yeah, this is absolutely fine. We're doing the, the, the you know, we're doing the right thing. Kill this nigger bitch. Like, no, no. Like, it's fucked up. It's fucked up. Um, so, yeah, my belt goes to every single member of that disgusting um, group. That's, that's, that is actually really all I have to say on the matter. It goes to every single, you wanna, every single one of you motherfuckers. Um, I hope the worst happens to all of you. I don't like to wish people bad because I do believe in karmic energy. Like, I really do. But I feel like sometimes what is best for people is actually the worst thing. So technically, I wish the best for you. I just know that what is best for you is for you to have an un unmanageable amount of pain inflicted onto you so that you can really understand the kind of fear and the kind of pain you put other people through on a daily on a daily basis and then you feeling that pain yourself because obviously the books that have been released the talks that have been had the marches that have been marched like every time people like Dr. Shola Moss go onto the internet or onto the TV to talk and explain what you what should be logical logical common sense things you don't understand and choose to choose to say no fuck this and choose to continue to put your white supremacy and your racist ideas and theories and way and you know ways of life above equality and continue to cause people damage in their mental in their mental and their physical um lives and so yeah i wish you all the best and i just know that that best is something extremely painful extremely embarrassing and 
that's what I wish for you. So yeah, you guys get my belt and I'm sending out all of my love to Dr. Shola Moss and her family because that's that's that must be scary. And you know, when you're out here in these streets fighting and speaking about things, which is like what I said earlier on in the podcast, sometimes to call out things, it does get messy and that, like I'm here for that. In the same way I'm here for Dr. Shola Moss uh, going into the spaces that she goes into, um, often faced with like, you know, verbal violence and hostile environments people up here smorgan ripping into her to the point where she's getting literal death threats like sent to her house like it's not an easy task and it's not something that i feel like anyone can do because you do put yourself and your loved ones potentially in harm's way sometimes it can stop the amount of money you earn sometimes it can stop certain opportunities coming your way because people don't like quote unquote mess but when you're speaking mess from a place of you know you know when you're when you're when you're in mess that ultimately is helping clear up bullshit like you know when you you know when you tidy up your room i don't know if you've ever had this but when you tidy up your room and you go no i'm actually going to sort this shit out more times before it gets pristine the room be looking like a mad thing the room be looking like world war 3 and that's what i believe happens when you go into spaces to speak facts to get to the root of things and to make things better it can get a bit messy and ultimately that's what she does and i and i and i stand for that but yeah all i know is that it's not easy and it does come with repercussions and i hope that she's protected i hope that she feels safe and sending you all good vibes and energy and love but yeah all of them motherfuckers from that motherfucking group that sent that letter i hope all of you really taste your mum's pussy at some point this week and for every day for the rest of your life every day i want you to taste it but yeah you guys get the belt Thank you so much, guys, for listening to this week's episode of Get the Bell. I'm sorry it was a little bit late. Uh, last week was a mad one. Um, I've had to record this over a few days, actually, but it's better late than never. Um, thank you for listening. And thank you again to everyone that shares this and has messaged me or spoken to me in person or like DM me just to say anything nice about the show honestly it means the world stay tuned i really want to do more i want you guys to be more engaged like send me i haven't done a question segment for the longest yeah i haven't done a question segment for the longest so please i won't bait you out i would if you don't want to say your name just say please make it anonymous and we've done that before on this show but yeah email the chat contact i get the belt with your questions if you have someone you want to give melanin magnificence to please let me know we love to big up the people them in in from our community if you want to give someone a belt please let me know um yeah that is that is it for this week's slash last week's episode <laughs> uh thank you again for all the support and all the love make sure you rate this uh podcast wherever you listen to it give it the stars it deserves and a nice little comment if you want to chat shit about the podcast fuck you don't do that just don't be rating it with no zero stars if not i will find you and hunt you down no, i'm joking um but yeah thank you for all the love and support um that's it i have been your host miles hart and you've been listening to the podcast that is known as home of melanin magnificence and the kingdom of belts you have been listening to get the belt
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 